Welcome to the Rich and Sierra podcast. We're your host. I'm Rich. I'm Sierra. Uh, this is Wednesday, March 10th, 2021. It was raining. Uh, the sun is out a little bit. Um, but yeah, we've been uh, gone for like a whole week. Not like a whole week. We've been gone for a week. A whole week, <laughs> period. Um, yeah, just lacking, slacking, basically. And uh, had our first interview yesterday. Um, did some sourcing, I think, since the last time. Yeah, we did some sourcing uh, in between our today and our last podcast. Um, yeah, and uh, today we're going to... Last, last podcast, we tried something new. This podcast, we're trying something new again. Um, instead of having all three segments all in one recording, we're going to break those three segments up into three different recordings. Um, and we'll see how that goes. So the three different segments that we're breaking it down uh, to is random things. Yes. You didn't tell me we were doing this. Doing what? Breaking it into three different recordings. Oh, uh, yeah. So instead of one big long recording, that's that's well, what I was talking about right before we started recording. <laughs> No, you said we were breaking into three separate segments, which is what we did on the previous podcast. Yeah, but I said f- we're going to break it down into three different quarters so it's not all in one. That's what we talked about before. So obviously we were on two different pages. Um, so yeah, we're going to do three different recordings and, and we'll see how that goes. three go. separate recordings? Um, to the podcast? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Did you not uh, like that idea no more? Um, I don't think we put enough down for three separate recordings. Yeah. What What in your mind has to be a in your mind, it has to be a certain amount of time for a recording? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so what's that time? Because we agreed last time when we talked about it, it was 15 minutes a segment. Yeah, 15 minutes a segment for an entire thing, so 45 minutes. Yeah, so... Which I think is a good time. Yeah, so if we're breaking it down into three different recordings, that's 15 minutes Separately, for the though. recording. Yeah. But I don't think that's enough time. So, exactly. So, what do you think it's a good time for a recording, then? 45? Nothing yeah. less? Uh, well, 30 to 45, yeah. Okay. Alright. So, we're going to do the three different recordings. Since I'm driving this, this one, and then we'll see how it goes. So, um... The first segment is going to be the random things. Uh, second segment is going to be uh, sports. And then our third segment is going to be... Um, Why are you breaking it down into three different segments right here if we're splitting the audio up? Because I'm not going to do introduction on three different audios. So it's going to be... This is the whole... So it's the only thing that's going to separate it is the re- actual recording. As far as... Listening to them, it's going to start with, this is segment two. Yeah. So, I'm not going to reintroduce it each time. I disagree with that. I think that's obvious. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Well, we're going to try it. So. Are you going to stop it before we attempt it? I think we should restart at the very least. No, I think we're good. I think um, what people appreciate most is real realness. So, yep. So the third segment segment will be uh, about our sourcing and YouTube vlogging and uh, all those things, which we are going to call business. So, are we ready to start? <laughs> Sounds like it. All right. So we're going to start with our random things. I came up with uh, most of the random things for today, and we're going to start with 
Ready? Yep. <laughs> ministering. Oh, great. How does ministering make you feel? And what is, what is it, just in case people doesn't know what that... I'm not sure if we went over that any time in previous podcasts. Um, ministering is... Uh, I just don't feel like answering this question. Okay. Um, so we've never had that before on random things, I don't think. <laughs> so I'm not sure whether to skip it. But um, Sierra <laughs> usually goes on ministering, which basically she... She and um, and uh, other sisters in the in the church they go visit families, basically just check up on families, see how they're doing, um, seeing if there's uh, any any. It's not really families. It's just the sisters like that are in our relief society. We go and visit them specifically. We're not checking in on a family, just checking in on them because they're they don't really. You know, their families are older, their kids are gone, they're, you know, they're alone or whatever it may be, so. But ministering in general is, are other people not visiting families or are you guys specifically visiting single people? Um, no, it's just, we're just visiting Relief Society, we don't, you know, like. The, just the Relief Society members. Yeah, because. So yeah, so it is just the single member. Yeah, we don't visit, I think families they split them up separately like the kids have their people who visit them and oh, you have you know who visits you they're all separated so it's just a single member yeah of the release society okay cool and are you willing to explain a little bit how that makes you feel or you still don't want to answer that one i'm just a little frustrated with you that's why i mean i think that's obvious but you know sometimes you gotta just push the um how does that make me feel? Ministering? Yeah, ministering. Um, I like it. I like making someone something and them eating what I make and enjoying it and it makes them happy. Yep. And uh, I think lately we just started, or Sierra just started making banana bread to, to actually take to, to these members. Um, Last time I made peach cobbler. Oh, okay. For each family? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you did. We took them in the... You guys took them in the tinfoil. Yeah. Cool. I have a ministering partner. She brought ice cream. I brought peach cobbler. And it was the day before Thanksgiving, so... It was a good day for everybody. Or maybe it was Christmas. I don't know. One of those. But... Okay, cool. All right, so that was our first um, first one. Our second one is like-minded people. We hear all the time about being surround yourself with like-minded people, um, especially when, I think in our case, when we're trying to do our own business, um, self-employed, just just the whole aspect of, of running your own thing, um, I think is very important to surround yourself with like-minded people um get feedback and all those things but uh when we're not surrounding ourselves with like-minded people how do you get that motivation or how do you get the that same energy um is it something that you consume or um how do you get that motivation basically if you're not around like-minded people you're asking me how i get that motivation uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, uh, I think the biggest thing for me right now is just trying to hold myself accountable for what I do in a day, and that really is what the YouTube was all about for me. And just the fact that, like, that I can go ahead and want to complain about a job and then if I can't back it up with actions when I don't have a job and put all of this effort into trying to make a better life for myself, then I deserve that. So, I mean, with COVID, I don't really think we hang out with a lot of people and what people we do hang out with, I think are mostly family and they're not really, they look at us like we're crazy. Like, 
why would you leave your job or whatever or not get a new job and try it on your own but I mean you know just like uh, the interview we had yesterday if you really want it you'll go get it so that's just my perspective I guess so I guess uh, a better question is do you feel like you need um, to get that motivation from other people or from I don't know consumption on internet or books or anything or really it's just something internally that because it sounds like it's you're more on the it's just something internally that each individual has to just um yeah I think it's more internal but also or both well yeah both but also like you have to be able to to show proof of what you're doing you know and yeah, I mean, consuming content is one thing. Like, I watch YouTube videos or whatever to make me want to do reselling. So, I guess that plays into it. But I don't really think of it as uh, the people around me. I just, you know, do it. If I don't feel like doing it, then I don't do it. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, for me, I, I feel something similar. I just... Um, it's hard to explain. Um, I think days I'm definitely more motivated to do things. Obviously, those days are a little easier to get things done. But then <laughs> the days that I don't, I think what uh, gets me going is one of the things that gets me going is um, Gary Vee used to motivate motivate me a lot more. But then he has a lot of content that I really don't relate to a lot of times. Mm. Um, he talks a lot about business. Um, stuff and a lot of times it's specific to um, the individuals that he's talking to mm -hmm. and uh, specific to their business so they're using a lot of um, terminology that I'm definitely not familiar with and, and it's hard for me and I know a lot of those things you can just kind of translate it over to what you're doing but uh, while I'm listening to it it's kind of hard to to get that and to really focus on those things so uh, some of the things that lately that I that's been helping me uh give me the boost i need is uh, listening to old podcasts of ours because when we listen to ourselves talk about things like how we're talking about it now and the goals that we're trying to achieve the things that we're trying to do um it's just a good reminder um and especially if you said it yourself you know that's something that you really want to get done and uh, a lot of times i need that reminder for myself and then another uh, thing that I've just noticed lately that kind of gets me motivated is just looking at pictures of temples not even reading not even reading material or listening to anything but just the simple picture of a temple um, kind of just gets my mind going at first and then I can feel myself like wanting to to do things that that I've already planned to do um, but just for some reason I'm just stuck in the chair and not not being able to move so yeah. Yep. The other biggest thing with that is writing down what you want to do in a day. Yeah. That's probably like the biggest step out of it all. Because if you don't write it down, you can forget about it and just think it's not important. Yeah, for sure. I do that basically every day. All right. So our next one is um, which meal, if missed, Makes you more grumpy out of the three meals. Dinner. Dinner? Yeah. I don't think I ever go a day without dinner. And then lately I've been going days without breakfast or lunch. But dinner's just that one meal that, like, you can't go to bed on an empty stomach, you know? Yeah. How about you? Breakfast? I think, nah. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think anyone, maybe the kids, they always bother me about breakfast. But um, I think for me, it's either lunch or dinner. And I think dinner more when I'm home. But like when we're on the road, that's when I really notice myself um, notice myself getting grumpy over food. And that's usually during the day and when we're out on the road. So I guess for me, it will be lunch. Uh, lunch or any time between lunch and dinner. Um, yeah, it's just because I notice it more. And it's usually we're on the road for some reason, and 
it's not dinner time yet, so I'm just going to have to say lunch. And Rich is trying to get to the point where we eat dinner super early. Like, right now we would be eating dinner at 3 o'clock. <laughs> well, not this early. <laughs> not this early, not but this at 4 early. o'clock, you're like, let's eat dinner? Well, not this early, but 5. 5 is pretty much the time that I'm trying to make a habit of eating eating early. And um, we've done it a few times, but yeah, we haven't done it consistently enough, so we'll see. All right, did you have one? I do. What are you striving to do better at today? Uh, today, managing my time. Um, well, I had something different, but... Oh, goodness. Now, it's uh, being nice and getting through this podcast. Nice. Yeah, managing my time is just... I just feel like that's my theme already yes. for this year is just... I mean, I'm pretty sure I could have applied that last year also when I uh, when I left my job, but now Too late. I just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just now I'm just more focused on it. So yeah, yeah. I definitely want to manage my time better because the the few days that I have done it well, I def I was definitely more productive, and um, you know I just have to swallow my pride and tell myself that I do need that list. Um, like you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, last one is, I know you only watched one episode, but just initial thoughts on Murder Among the Mormons, which is a top 10, actually like a top two it was, yeah, on Netflix it was right now. On Netflix. Um, well, in the first episode... I looked it up on Google and ruined the whole thing for myself. <laughs> that guy is, like, a genius. I mean... Yeah. I mean, without ruining it for everyone else. Oh, sorry. The guy who did it. <laughs> well, yeah, you still haven't mentioned who, so... Well, I mean, I need to watch the rest of it because I would like to be caught up on it. Because I don't know everything, you know? Yeah. But... Just from what I watched and what I read, it's confusing. Like, because I, you know, you think about the people who say, like, oh, this could be devastating to. Basically, the preview of the show is like, this could be devastating to the Mormon church, this, that, the other. And then when it gets broken out, you know, broken down into it, it's like, it's not devastating at all. And the church wasn't worried about it in the first place. And just seeing how calm they were about it. It's like shows how it actually was for them. They, you know, we're so steadfast in our faith that that we shouldn't be worried about these little things that happen. Yeah, well, I think that's the key word is steadfast in your faith. Yeah. Because if you're not, then you yeah. will, you will then be. Then you would be worried. You about will it be yet. affected by it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I made a comment yesterday when we were talking about it, or this morning maybe uh-huh. that. Um, the anti-Mormons, I definitely for sure know that all of them watched watched that episode and or watched that show, and just waiting. Yeah, I'm always interested in anything Mormon related, um, especially documentaries. Um, it's just yeah, it's just just a real interest for me. And yeah, I told him about it, and he started watching it without me. <laughs> yeah. And then he finished it without me. Well. Rich is the worst kind of binger. He's the yeah. kind that if he really wants to watch it, he'll stay up like 15 hours to watch the whole thing. Yeah. It's, I can't argue with that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Anyone interested in uh, documentaries? The Mormon Church. Um, what else? Conspiracies. You can definitely... Uh, does, I can definitely recommend you watch this one and um yeah anti-mormons faithful faithful members all all should check it out um yeah i think that was all for random things um cool so we're on to our next section or next segment why it was frustrating well it's still the same though but if you had talked to me about what you were actually planning, I would have told you that it doesn't do that. 
Oh, well, that's what it is. Which is why I was frustrated. I thought we were going to post three different episodes in one day. I'm like, what? Okay, so why are you frustrated now? Because we're not. Anyway, uh, this is our second segment. Obviously, we're, we're still going through little disagreements and no, whatever no, about Rich is wrong. Mis- miscommunication. Right. Miscommunication. Rich is wrong. I am right. Possibly. I'm open to that, too. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Now we're going to... What was our second segment? This segment will be more positive. <laughs> now that I'm right. This is sports, right? This is sports. Do you have a recap? I don't have no recap. We're going to go straight to this or that. This or that. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. I have six today. Aaron Jones. Do you think that he will be franchise tagged before the deadline or go into free agency? I think the deadline passed. And so, yeah, he's going to be. I don't think it passed, did it? I think so. Article came out today, man. Oh. oh. Then my answer would be no. He won't be franchise tagged. Why do you think that? I just think they um, are not willing to play him top five because that's what a franchise tag is. Yeah. You're going to have to, the team has to pay you the average of the top five, the salaries of the top five players in your position. And I don't think the Packers are willing to do that. Okay. So this is a follow-up question to that. Not related to Aaron Jones, but kind of. Chris Carson. They, the uh, top contenders for Chris Carson right now are the Jets, the Bills, Niners, Packers. Could this be the reason Aaron Jones isn't possibly getting tagged? Or is he really not a top five and the Packers are interested in Carson? Yeah, I think that's definitely one of the reasons that Aaron Jones won't be tagged. It's other other running backs that might be able to give the same production or better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is available. Will okay. be available, yeah. Okay, and then um, as far as those four names go, those four team names, which do you think Carson is most likely to go to? Packers, Niners. Bills and Jets. Packers or Bills. So if uh, Packers are willing to put the – let let um, Jones go to free agency, then I would say the Packers have the better chance, especially with Aaron Rodgers, you know, getting a little bit frustrated with, you know, the team not... Performing. Well, they were performing, but just not all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Then, yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll... Okay. They'll attack the running back position pretty hard. Okay. Um, The Ravens. Do you think... That they're going to extend uh, Lamar Jackson's rookie contract this year. Now, they have until the first week of May to decide. So, this is his last year on the contract? This is his last, this is his fourth year on the contract. They mm-hmm. have the ability to extend to a fifth year. Um, sources say that uh, the Ravens want him to play for them for a really long time. Do you yeah. think that? they are going to extend his rookie contract to the fifth year? Yeah, I don't really know how the contracts work like that. Uh, but, yeah, I think they'll do whatever it takes to keep him. Whatever it takes to keep him? Yeah. Okay. So if that means extending him or just totally give him a new contract, yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, should the Raiders cut Nelson Aguilar? Why? Well, they're not going to cut him and – He's a free agent. His contract is up, so he'll he's a free I agent. I'm gonna sign him again. It's really yeah. I think they offer. I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna offer him a contract. You know what they think they're gonna pay him, but allow him to test free agency. I mean, it, and it's just it will just it's just smart for both sides to do that. It's smart for the Raiders to let him test free agency because just like the running back situation with Aaron Jones. There will be other receivers available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you lose him, and he's not a top, he's a top. He got better. This was a good year for him. Yeah, it was a good year. But they they need a top receiver. Yeah, I mean, uh, Allen Robinson. I I think he's locked up. So I don't know if he's still available. But I think the Bears locked him up. Um, I think they franchise tag him. I'm not I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, I think there's other receivers out there. I just saw the Bills earlier cut uh, John Brown, mm-hmm. and. I like 
I like John Brown a lot. Um, but you are know, you still interested a... in Juju? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and there it goes another another receiver. So you know they're gonna have a lot of receive all the teams, not just Raiders. Like the free agency is gonna be like uh, one of the Rusini from ESPN tweeted out who was on the Pat McAfee show last week mm-hmm. talked about how this free agency is gonna be a massacre, which is exactly one week from now on the seventeenth is. Yeah, there's going to be a lot available, good play, like great players, because of how the salary salary cap dropped. So a lot of teams was almost all the teams was not expecting that. So they have to make a lot of cuts that they wasn't anticipating on doing. Mm-hmm. So that means there's going to be a lot of good players out there. So yeah, okay. and then it's also smart for just Nelson Aguilar to check it out himself. You know, right. you don't want to just right. settle for whatever the Raiders are trying to give you. You want to get your max, you know, max contract that's out there. Yeah, more power to him, and he might land on a better team than the Raiders so that's even better for him all right um what are your thoughts on the Trent Brown trade uh do you agree that he was lazy in Vegas yeah uh yeah I don't know I try not to call NFL players lazy compared to myself so (laughs) yeah but um yeah but it did look like from the pictures that he dropped that or that he gained more uh, more weight Mm -hmm. um he got a lot. He got paid. You know, the Raiders paid him. So, you know, that that could be a lot of reasons why. And if your team is not doing good as the season goes, it's it's not that uh, it's not that hard to picture players mm-hmm. that has a potential of, uh, you know, prolonging their career and getting more money from other mm-hmm. teams, kind of just taking it easy. You know, if, if you're not. If your if your team is don't have the potential to make it to the playoffs and win the Super Bowl, um, you know players players take it easy. You know I not that yeah. I know firsthand, but I, it just seems like you know it seems like something that makes sense. Yeah, if it's you're not job. one of the best, you don't strive to be better and you take it easy. I could see that. Yeah, you you save your body. Like yeah. he's a lineman. You yeah. know why why beat yourself up just to right. Just to not yeah. go to the Super Bowl. Just not to go to Super Bowl rather than save yourself okay. a little bit. Um, okay. So then the, the second part to this question is uh, I've been hearing this every every video about Trent Brown that I watch. I hear this. Once a Raider, always a Raider does not apply to him for a lot of people. What are your beliefs on that? <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, who was saying that? I've heard a Samoan writer say that. Uh, somebody that I that had a video. Fans, was, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lots of fans. Yeah. With um, their opinions. Yeah. Um, I'm I probably that. in the very minority of people that I get. But most fans do feel like that. Like, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm like in the 5% minority that now. I'm, I'm, I'm with the ownership. No, I once think the ownership. Once a Raider, always a Raider. Yeah, once a Raider, always a Raider. Yeah, if if you find Trent Brown's legacy break at Allegiant Stadium, he would he's a Raider. So yeah, um, okay, yeah, I get the fans though. Yeah, they're frustrated you when it. yeah when players don't live up to the hype. Right. Yeah, and of we course paid everybody's them. mad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, and that's another thing too. Fans swear they're it's their money that yeah. that you know they lost. I put money into my season ticket, so that's like putting money into Trent Brown. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I can't say I feel those fans because I don't. I don't spend nearly as much money as some of those fans do. Like, yeah, they, yeah, a lot of fans invest. Yeah, a lot, and AKA too much, <laughs> too much in the teams. That's yep. why they're so emotionally attached. Okay. Um, my final is not related to football at all. It's related to basketball. Hmm. Look at that. I'm getting diverse. Hmm. Yes. This should be short for me, then. <laughs> well, it's actually really not about basketball. Oh. Um, basketball players, player, Myers Leonard, I think that's his name. Am I pronouncing that wrong? No, I'm saying I have no idea who that is. Oh, so okay. Well, he was live streaming while playing, I think, Call of Duty or something like mm. that. And he said a really offensive uh, slander word that is Uh-oh. offensive to Jewish people and Jewish culture. Hmm. Um, he basically the, I think he's part of Miami or something like that. I don't know what team. That NBA. doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, they released a statement saying that he is no longer on the team until further notice. Um, we don't condone that type of behavior, this, that, the other. Um, do you think that he should be kicked out of the league? And He hasn't made a statement? He did make a statement. He apologized. He said he didn't know what the word meant and that um, he's being educated on, you know, that kind of behavior. So, I mean, I didn't know what the word meant. I had to look it up. I still don't really know what it means. Um, even after looking it up? Even after looking it up. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't have anything to compare it to? Uh, no. Okay. I, I guess, it, well, I guess they compared it to the N-word. Huh. Um, okay. So, it's, it's that up That kind there. of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, what are your thoughts? I mean... Do you think he should be kicked out of the league? Do you think there should be some sort of, like, uh, fee or fine that he pays and, you know, like, schooling or something of the sort, you know, to be educated? Not just him, but everybody, I think, should be educated on all types of slander. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the education part. And uh-huh. who's to say they're not already doing that? Maybe those yeah. resources are already available and... You know he didn't he didn't take advantage of it, but um, yeah, um, this this story is just off the surface. And what you're telling me, I mean that's up to the team. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, I'm pretty sure though, if he was a a mega star on the team, that he wouldn't. So maybe that's a part of it too. He's I, I don't know how big of a star he is on the team. Is he is he a starter? Is he one of the starters? I mean, Truthfully, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, yeah. like, asking myself these questions. Like, if he's a, I'm pretty sure if he was one of the main players on the team, it's kind of sad to say, but I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have gotten kicked off the team. Yeah. I'm, well, what I read on Instagram and the post that I saw it on is, uh, just because of the cancel culture right now where as soon as somebody says something wrong you cancel them that like some people even jewish people weren't offended by it (laughs) yeah and then there were were some that were like yeah this is really offensive uh i hate you yeah but it (laughs) wasn't consensus yeah, yeah i mean at the same time like you know if nobody knows what that means and you hear that word and you just think it's okay to say it you know there should be some sort of consequences, but I don't know if that necessarily means losing your career over one mistake. Yeah, well... But I don't really know how bad the word is, you know what I mean? So I could be wrong on that. Well, let's just say the worst. Like, if it's equivalent to the N-word, then what do you think? I mean, (laughs) I know that he was saying it as a joke, if that makes sense. Like, playing mm-hmm. the game. But I don't think that's right. I would never say that word. So, I would never want to hear somebody else say that word. And, uh... If it's offensive to someone, then it's obviously a problem, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean... What? Yeah. It just sounds like a bad mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like he apologized for it. You know. And, you know, the team did what they did. Yeah. But, yeah, if he's a star, then, uh, you know, a, a team will pick him up. His career <laughs> will be over. That's just how it is. <laughs> okay, yeah, just a little bit of controversy for you. But also, you never see LeBron or Cur- yeah, Curry making these kind of mistakes. You either, never see though, them so. go live streaming on yeah. video games. Yeah. Well, that's probably another argument why they are great. They don't probably have time, less time on video games. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is my this or that. Nice. All right. So now we're on to our last segment. And just for. You didn't have any football related content? Nope. That's why we did the this or that. I am full segment today. Oh my goodness. That's never happened. Yep. That was all you. All right. Okay. So our last um, segment. Our third segment, uh, we're going to call it our business segment, where we discuss um, everything that we're doing as far as reselling, YouTube vlogging, uh, <laughs> <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> just <laughs> While I'm saying this, Tierra's just like nodding her head in agreement, but uh. 
in a very aggressive mm. way. It's just hard to describe. Oh, you have video. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of threw me off there. All right. So, um, from the last time we, um, our last uh, podcast episode, we yeah. actually did some sourcing at the first at, at a place we've never sourced before. It's a Goodwill right next to the family restaurant. We're gonna call it the family restaurant. It's not really our restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> You see how we just included ourselves? Uh, I see how as... you included yourself. <laughs> this guy was over Part there ownership. Looking, like, oh, I can't wait to have my birthday party here. Yeah. Um, anyways, so right next to our restaurant uh, is a Goodwill. <laughs> I can't get over it. And is a Goodwill. Um, and yeah, we're usually always sourcing at Goodwills. Uh, we kind of know which Goodwills around our area to to go to we have a favorite one here actually um yeah a couple cities down yeah i would really like to expand a little bit more yeah so yeah it's always good to check out new um yeah. thrift stores right definitely um so we'll start there how was this goodwill compared um you know to other goodwills as far as treasures or um, um I inventory really, i don't really like goodwills that have just willy-nilly price on everything because they can hide they can basically make any high price they want on an okay to really good item you know um let's say what do you mean? just to give an example let's say um the our favorite goodwill store mm -hmm. they have a set price on everything you buy so whether it's tank tops they have oh. a 4.99 on tank tops or something oh i see shirts Five ninety nine, those kind of things. You right. know, it's a set price. They don't go and adjust the price based on the item that comes in. I don't like the stores that do that, because basically, you know. So that goodwill. That does, goodwill is different. Is different. So they basically every time they get an item in, they get to pick the price and what they think the item is worth. Got it. Yeah, that's. I think just because goodwill is an organization that is a non-profit and benefits other people and getting them jobs and things like that really you should just be going for the one set price but you know they some of them are different than others some of them get better material than others and say i can make more money off this right which i don't really like i mean that's it's a business don't get me wrong but i mean let's just all do one thing here <laughs> Like, I'm trying to make my money. You're trying to make your money. But they make money regardless. You know? Like. I don't know. I think that's. It sounds like that benefits the store for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So but if you're I a non profit. can't really knock, knock them. But if you're a non profit and all this stuff comes into you for free, yeah. why wouldn't you just set a base price on everything that you have? Because you can make a bigger profit. Yeah, I know. And uh, let's. Yeah, let's not. Um, I'm not knocking their hustle. No, exactly. And we can't, and not only that, nonprofit, yeah, that's, I don't know how they came up with that, um, but don't let that, don't let that title for you. People are trying to make yeah. a profit. Oh, definitely. So, definitely. so yeah, I'm putting myself in their shoes. If I had a store, yeah, I would definitely want to mark up the prices if I can, for yeah. sure. So, generally speaking, I only really look for things at the Goodwills and all the other uh, thrift stores that have those set prices. It's just not worth my time going through things, finding something I really want to buy because I know it'll sell good, and then seeing it sells for twenty five dollars. You know, and it's worth that it costs twenty. Yeah, that it costs twenty five dollars yeah. for me to buy, and then maybe it has a hole in it. So yeah, it def it's so what with the stores with the set prices, obviously it's better for you as a consumer, definitely. If, especially if you're a reseller like yeah. like ourselves that's buying bulk. It's easier for us to just kind of do the math in our head, like yes, mm -hmm. I'll take ten, five mm -hmm. of these, five mm -hmm. of these. So yeah, it's definitely easier for us if they have the right. the set prices. So the thing about that store was they had that on clothing, and on bags and everything, but they did not have it on shoes. Shoes were all a set price. So I think we bought three pairs of shoes there, and uh, that overall was good. So. Cool. So, all in all, how many items did um, did you get from the from um, that Goodwill store? One, two, three, four. I think we got six items. One was a tie for you. You found a keyboard that sells pretty well. 
and I got my three pairs of shoes, and I got a bag as well. Okay, and then what would you say is the average listing price for those items? Um, all of the, all so of the items you got. We all the items we got. We spent fifty dollars there at the store. Excuse me. Um, and average listing price is. I had to make an average just off the top of my head, Richard. Thank you for not letting me get this information beforehand. I would say probably around $50 each average. Because hmm. the shoes can sell for more, you know? Yeah, that those the shoes were the bigger margins. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um... Do you have a timeline from when you source items like we did on a Friday and um, when you list them? Like, or do you have a timeline for yourself or you just kind of go with the flow and when, when they get listed, they get listed? Um, I mean, I, right now I kind of just go with the flow. I would like to have a timeline to get them listed. I think the day of or the following day is the best day to get it listed. Um, because really, when you're bringing inventory in, you want to get it right back out. But I, uh, I definitely lack on bringing things in to the house and making sure that I get them up as soon as possible. That's not a strength of mine at this time. But that is something I'm trying to work on. You know how I was talking to Sia? I was telling you. Yeah. She was talking about her store. She said that's one of the things that uh, her husband told her to us. Is like, why do we always buy things? And uh, we don't sell anything. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, listing it for us, I'm not sure how she does her business, but, yeah, that's that's big for us. We need to get it up so the customers know we have these items. Yeah. Um, and then another thing I was thinking, too, that I, I noticed you do a lot is uh, making an offer. How often do you do that? And does it depend on each item or... Watchers, they have to have watchers, obviously, right? Um, yeah, there has to be a watcher in order to send the the offer to the item, to the customer who's looking at that item. Um, I look at it every day, but but it doesn't necessarily mean if this item has a watcher, you automatically give them an offer. It just depends on yeah. each item, correct? Yeah. It depends on my mood, really. If I'm <laughs> in a good mood, I send out some offers. Be like, I feel like getting rid of this today. I'll send you an offer. Some days I'm stingy with my offers. Some days I am ready to see it go. I will send an offer at 50% if I have to, if I feel like I'm tired of looking at that item. So, right. it really depends for me. And then, um, I know we talked this talked about this in the past, but um, if we come across another Goodwill, say that we haven't explored and we definitely want to explore it, um, do you limit yourself based on um, based on how much inventory we haven't listed. <laughs> if I did that, I would never buy anything. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I limited on my mood, how I'm feeling that day. Mm -hmm. I feel like buying something. And you know, thrift store prices are much better than going to Target and I feel like buying something and walk out with four hundred dollars worth of things that I really didn't need that I can't even sell so yeah I feel like uh, you kind of level that one now right you know it's a scale yep get my little urge so I don't need to buy other stuff and I get inventory that I can sell cool yeah yeah so that's that's pretty much uh, the last sourcing we've we've done uh -huh. um, but yeah, just going over the, I just remember going over the, the margins that we're able to list the items for that. It was, it was a pretty good, uh, find at that Goodwill store. Um, as far as the YouTube vlogs that you started, yeah. um, how much of the, how much of it, how much of the reselling do you include in those vlogs? All of it. Um, right now there's very little of it. Did you start the vlog? <laughs> Did, was the sourcing on that day included in the vlog? No, I forgot to record. Because but that I was day rushed. what in your vlog? That was day... I started on a Monday, so that was technically day five of my vlog. Okay. Or, yeah. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Because we were talking about that we forgot to um, or a day for document like that. Yeah. in the store. That's right. Well, because you we know you dropped me off at the front and then I just ran in. Yeah. And I just felt very rushed at that moment. Yeah, you just gotta have this thing attached to I know. you at all and times. I swear I look like a total dork with that thing on. Yeah, it does look weird. Yeah, it looks really weird walking yeah. around with a phone attached to a thing that's on around your neck. Yeah, I felt weird when I had that on a. Yeah, it's. Yeah, but that's something I have to get over. Hard to adjust. Yeah, I agree. I was telling myself the same thing, too. Yeah. So the, the vlog I started, uh, this today is day nine of the vlog. And uh, it's getting easier for me to edit and just do things every day. So that's good. Uh, I'm feeling a lot more positive about it. But, dude, like, yesterday and the day before, it was so hard to find good content for me to post. Like... Dang, do I have to post this vlog because I literally have nothing good in here. But you know, I have to remember too that not every day is going to be a success. It's my real life, you know? I don't do everything in a day. Yeah, and I think also I mentioned it earlier while you were, uh, while you were frustrated earlier. But that, just vlogging real things. Like if you're just yeah. sitting in bed, watching stuff, like mm -hmm. not really doing anything. I think it's good to vlog about that because... Yeah. That's real experiences that people have. Like, yeah. yeah, for for us to just try to catch the highlights, that's that's not really real, and that's you know. I know. And another thing that reminded me of that is uh, that day that I asked you to record me while I made my breakfast, and mm. you recorded the background, like our whole kitchen, and it was like absolutely disgusting mess. Yeah. And at first, I was gonna cut that clip, and then I thought, like, this isn't my real life if I cut that clip. You know, yep. I have to be willing to show all of it, like the whole mess, the whole, yeah. like, you know, and I've even, <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I even put a disclaimer, like, uh, I cleaned the kitchen right after this, <laughs> but reality is like, why do I have to put a disclaimer on something that I look at and live and I shouldn't be ashamed of? So. Well, I think it's, it's, it's cool. I, I don't mind this. I think that's good to put the disclaimer because Obviously, you see it yeah. when when, it, when we first recorded it, and yeah. then yeah, they're gonna see it. So, if for you putting the disclaimer, obviously, it's it's connecting with the people. Like, yeah, that is a mess, you know. If people look at it, and then yeah. you're acknowledging it, so ain't nothing wrong with that. I, yeah, I think it's good to capture everything as is, and then commenting on it. I think it's fine too, because yeah, people will recognize whatever we recognize. So yeah, well, I put the disclaimer, and I was like. Man, I'm not putting a disclaimer on something that I know I cleaned after. Like, I yeah. shouldn't feel like I need to disclaim anything. We just need to comment as we go. Like, yeah, yeah I know there's some dirty dishes back there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have them too. You know, just who cares? Which I did. Yeah. So I just deleted the disclaimer out there. I was like, I don't need to put this. Like, I'm not ashamed, you know? Yeah. I mean, I am ashamed. Yeah. But I know I cleaned it after, so... Yeah, and it should just help us next time record to have a... To be clean in be the first clean. place. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I've been washing the dishes before I record over there. <laughs> you kind of just answered uh, my next question, which was just update on the vlogs. Okay. And, um, but also along that question, I, I wrote down, um, because I was listening to our previous podcast, how, how, um, how your goals are going to accomplish more. I know that's one thing you've kind of spent, spent a lot of time... Um, talking about in our last podcast was just noticing um, the last three months leaving leaving a job and then just how happy you were of how productive you've been yeah. that past week and then um, and I know me and you talked about that bad day the less productive day that you had Sunday mm -hmm. and then obviously and Monday and all the way to our interview us feeling good about that so just yeah. kind of give an update on on that maybe just feelings feelings wise and all the way up to the interview um my feelings i was at first mad about it that i wasn't being as productive as i thought i could be or that i didn't really feel more or have more to do and then i was so mad at it that i just like was i recorded a clip saying um okay i'm done for the night I'm kind of upset with myself that I didn't do more today. But then as I was editing my thumbnail, 
I realized that that was day seven. And yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Day seven, I had been doing it for a week, and suddenly I was proud of myself, you know? So I was just like, I did that. Like, that's something that I accomplished, and I wasn't proud of today, but without today, I wouldn't have had day seven. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been a week. And since thinking about it in that perspective, like shifting my mentality, I've been a lot more positive about not having a day where I don't do something, you know? Mm-hmm. And those days are going to happen. They're, you know, I'm human. I'm not going to do everything every day and be the most exciting person to watch. That's just not reality. And so it was good because I was proud of myself again, like, I did that. Like that's something I accomplished that I set out to accomplish and I didn't give up. And I just said I'm going to work on it again tomorrow. And that's what I did. So that's something that I feel like I've changed a little bit just in the last week and a half yeah. is like I don't need to do something and think of it as giving up or me being a failure. Like I can always go back to it tomorrow. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good perspective when you can recognize both. Yeah. Um, and I got them back to back, <clears throat> so it was like... Yeah, and I think it's important that you don't... Um, you kind of just don't sweep bad days under the rug. You acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And and also, like, what you did, you just recognized that, looking back, that there was progress up right. to the... Right. Which you always actually talk, talk a lot when we have our conversations of, of sometimes about me not not recognizing the progress <coughs> excuse me yeah i think it's a lot easier to do it with other people than yourself <laughs> yeah. but yeah overall and then um and then we had our interview yesterday oh, yeah. so um talk a little bit about that okay um the interview with tim manoa uh it was awesome i yeah. thought like i don't even i haven't even really listened to it again but just uh, his story and his willingness to share his story I thought was awesome and then what he's doing now he's just you know when you have a dream and you the one thing that resonated with me is just that he had a dream and there was no backup plan to that dream like how we talked about mm-hmm. he literally said I'm gonna accomplish my dream Yeah. and I'm scared to do that. I'm like, yeah. uh, no, I need a backup plan. I need a backup plan to my backup plan. Yeah. But he didn't have one. He just said, nope, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah, when you asked him, uh, you know, when you were a kid, you know, were there other things that you did? He's like, this was like, no. No? It was always football for Sports. me. Sports. <laughs> yeah. I he said, like, if I wasn't oh. in America, I'd probably, probably rugby. <laughs> yeah. I so. was like, oh, I mean, because I wanted to be a dentist and, uh. I didn't even go to school. <laughs> so yeah. if there's something that you really want to do, you know, do it. And just the fact that after his dream ended and he finished and retired from the NFL to then having another dream and heading to that, yeah, I think that just is a testament to his ability to do what he loves. Yeah. And <clears throat> I wish I was more like that. Like, you know, I have all these dreams, like, Think my biggest dream right now is opening that bakery that I really want to see open someday and just everything that we're doing here uh, yeah um, I need to be more dream oriented I guess if that's even a thing so I don't feel like I talk about my dreams enough yeah and I think um, after that interview also we I think we talked about dreams and kind of trying to keep that theme with uh, future interviews is let's just you know go after people and have conversation with people that are just living their dreams that are not afraid to go after what they want and just doing what they love and not necessarily people like Tim Mano who who's already accomplished um, you know a dream of his in his prime but you know just everyday people that's like us that's you know in the process of accomplishing their goals just going through it yeah Um, so yeah i I really enjoyed the interview too so it was great um did you have anything else as far as uh business our business oh yes podcasting yes i do have one thing um i did a bleach 
dye, tie dye, <coughs> vintage shirt last night, and it failed. Okay, it came out exactly how it looked before I bleached it. So when when you say it failed, because I remember when you showed it to me, like, look, it didn't happen. But what were you going after? Because I wasn't, I, I, I didn't even know what you were trying to. I would have to show you, like. You because know, where it is now. Yeah. So you weren't trying to accomplish that first? I was trying to accomplish the opposite of that. Like, the color. Bleach is basically supposed to reverse the color. Right. So on a black shirt, it would look something like this. I'm just going to show you. Right. So it turns like white. Right. And I was expecting that. this, yeah, the bleach to do that to the pink to the and it'd be a lighter pink yeah, like that spiral. Been dope. Yeah, I know, but it didn't work out like that. What do you think? Not uh, enough bleach? No, it's the fabric. Uh, they say that uh, if it's not 100% cotton, it can react differently. So I literally just faded it a little bit, you know? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm not giving up on this thing. I like spent like three hours working on this. So I went ahead, I wet it again after I had dried it, and I rolled it back up, and I dyed it with some black dye. I left it overnight, rinsed it out this morning, and it turned purple, and now it's pink and purple, and it looks awesome, I think. Yeah. And uh, I'm just glad that I didn't give up on it. Yeah. Because it would have been easy to be like, ah, oh, I'm deleting this out of the video. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but I was excited to do it, and I didn't give up on it, even though it didn't turn out the way I wanted it, so... Yeah, and this is not the first time you've oh, yeah. you've done um, tie dye. Tie dye, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a tie dye that you and Christina made. I have a Lululemon that I tie dyed, and I still haven't even listed it or anything. So there's that. Yep. Yeah, but I'm proud of this one. This one's cool, I think. Yeah, it is. I it's just a vintage it. was... Minnie Mouse. It's cool. Especially if, uh, the tie dye shirt you guys made me. Um, was it for Father's Day? Um, it was. It was kind of uh, it was kind of pretty random the pattern, but this one you can see the the spiral. Spiral, yeah. Yeah, and I thought yeah. that was cool because that's always the effect that we're that uh, we're yeah. going for with the tie dye. So yeah, and like mm. I exposed myself on video last night because I was like, um, yeah. So all the tie dye that I wear, I literally buy that off of Amazon. I don't tie dye it myself. <laughs> and you would think like wearing all the tie dye I wear that I would tie-dye some of it myself nope <laughs> not a single one <laughs> so uh yeah it'll get there no probably not i like a perfect tie-dye i don't like messing with it yeah I like, and tie-dye is so hard to find like at the store it's impossible People oh at a store yeah. yeah yeah there's no way you're finding that at the store nearby anyways glad i um, didn't give up on it yeah um Banana bread. Oh, yeah. That's Making happening. some of that. That's happening tonight, yes. Yep. Tim uh, Tim is going to be receiving some banana bread tomorrow. Yeah. As well as uh, my ministering sisters. Uh, and probably our household will be enjoying a little bit of it as well. Yeah. I got to take it easy on the banana bread the last time. Well, I just consume way too much. Uh, Rich doesn't um, know how to stop eating anything. So. Well, the butter is giving him little mini heart attacks yeah well lately uh like today when we had the toast it was it was cool i'm i'm i definitely go lighter on the butter than i usually go but uh banana bread yeah they usually i don't know i think there's they're packed with butter so they are that kind of that kind of gets to me a little bit harder yeah, there's like a whole cup of butter in there so yeah i'll take my time on the on the banana bread but maybe it's just off limits to you this time around yeah Maybe. I mean, the toast, man. That toast has been doing good for me, man. Like, yeah. That bread is nice. Yeah. Um, Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Oh, also, one more thing. Oh. Something that I wanted to do in the beginning of the podcast, and I totally forgot. Yes. But now looking up at your uh, grateful heart sign. Okay. Um, I just thought maybe in the beginning of uh, each podcast, I know we're doing it at the end on this one, but if we can remember to maybe mention one thing that we're grateful for. Uh, on that day so yeah I was thinking about that before we started this is just totally forgot so just one thing before we end it I am grateful for internet okay and I am grateful for rain it's not raining right now but mm. 
I was really appreciating the rain earlier. Oh, I know. Um, it was so nice waking up and it was raining. Yeah. It's actually hard to get out of bed when yeah. it rains, but... <laughs> I got mm. out of bed on time. Yeah. Yeah, but you're on time. It's my, like, four hours late, so... <laughs> cool. Okay, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, if you guys want to check out the interview with Tim Mano, check out our on our YouTube page, Rich yep. and Sierra. Yep. Um, and if you're not already a subscriber, subscribe, like the video. Uh, we will also put a link of the uh, YouTube in our podcast uh, description. That's it. Peace, love, and happiness, friends. You guys have a great day. Bye. See ya.